Hello, welcome to the Awkwardly Anna podcast. I am Anna Barr, your host, and I am a Christian life coach. I just teach people how to do life better, how to do the small things in better ways. So then you do the big things in ways that you never even dreamed of. So you go from showing up in life, sometimes disappointed, sometimes comparing yourself, sometimes stressed, sometimes overwhelmed, to being delighted in how you go about your day, being filled with joy to lay down peacefully at night and wake up joyfully and excited for your day in the morning. So grab your coffee, grab your tea, grab your fun sparkling beverage, and let's sit and chat and get some tips today on how to start living our lives in a way that we're proud of. Thanks, guys. Some little things I want to cover before we get started started here is if you have tried everything and you've sought resources and you feel like your kid no matter the age is absolutely just not listening uh, talk to your doctor talk to your pediatrician um, talk to a therapist it's okay get to the bottom of it don't ever feel shamed by something Um, there might be a little shift you guys can do together there might be something an issue that is uh, in their mind, in your mind, that's just, you need a little extra connection there. It might be, you can have hearing issues, you can have behavioral issues. Don't be ashamed of any of those things. It is not a reflection of you as a parent. It's not a poor reflection on your kid. It's information. And if you or your child had vision issues and needed glasses, you would get them glasses. So if you needed help with your vision, you would get help with your vision. So view it just as that. It's just like any other need you have, you would get help to get to the bottom of. Every problem is figure outable, but your child is never a problem. It's just that sometimes we are having a hard time getting to the bottom of something. Please, I just want to encourage you to never be ashamed of that. Never feel embarrassed. Um, that's what resources are there for. There are so many other people that will understand you and your child and where you're coming from. And just please know you're never alone. Another thing I want to encourage you in with, if you feel like your child isn't listening, keep in mind the phase of life they're going through and give them grace and yourself grace and know that the work you put in matters. If they always know you are there for them and you're seeking hearing them, you want to make sure they're seen. You want to make sure they know that they're heard. They will remember that. They will come back to you. They will lean on you. They will reach out to you. But your child always needs to know Whether you think they're listening or not, constantly immerse them in and remind them, especially as they get older, that there's nothing they can tell you that you will stop loving them for, that there's nothing they cannot share with you, that you are always there to be a resource to them when they mess up, when they make a wrong choice, when they're thinking about making a wrong choice, when they're scared, when someone has said something to them or talked to them, please, please, please always make sure your kids know they can go to you, they can tell you anything that you will not, they won't be in trouble, that you're their resource and you're their, you're their person. So that's an important thing I want to make sure um, and just always know that you are their safe adult. And if anyone makes them feel unsafe or tries to harm them or says something to them, uh, that you are their person they can go to. And that's why this topic is so important. Often we only talk about it through the lens of behavior and obedience. And it's, it is that, but it's so much more. We need to know our kids listen to us for safety reasons. Don't run out into the road. Don't talk to the stranger. Uh, but also so that they know that they're heard by us 
and that we're there for them. So this can, it's all under the lens of communication and open and positive communication within the home. So I wanted to encourage you guys in that as we get started. Episode 99. I'm freaking out. <laughs> I'm so excited. Okay, full disclosure, I stalled like all get out when I got in my 90th episode, like when I got, when I hit the 90s, because I was so afraid of hitting my 100th episode, I went from really excited to really nervous to really, I, I'm not someone who has 100 podcasts. This puts you in a totally different category of, of podcasters uh, when you've hit 100 episodes because the burnout is so high and people give up. And then I was like, my numbers aren't big enough to be someone that goes into that category and it's all rubbish. Uh, God has led me to do this. This is so deeply on my heart from God two years ago to start this and I'm doing it. I'm showing up and it's exciting. And now as I'm recording, I'm like listening, I'm, I'm excited again. So 99, it's crazy. It's wild. And it's a funny episode. It's what to do when you feel like your kids aren't listening to you. <laughs> I am not an expert. My oldest child is 11. So I'm not a parent of teenagers. Granted, if you know my 11-year-old, it's kind of like I am. Um, but uh, I'm not a parent of kids that have grown and flown. I can't, I'm not the type, this is not coming from the perspective of someone that has adult children that now have children and get it. You know, no, it's from someone that's in it, that is in the thick of it, that myself was a child that questioned a lot in my household growing up and had questions about things at a time where that was not, not, it was the 90s. So, you know, that wasn't really something you could do. And respect was very one, it was black and white. So I had that experience. And then I currently have the experience of having an 11-year-old, a nine-year-old, and a six-year-old. So those are the ages we're working with here. I have Children that have been raised, yes, with needing to respect parents, respect themselves, respect others, respect God, but also able to ask questions. And we talk about a lot. We talk about everything. Uh, We do a lot. Not on schedule, not on routine. There's a lot of free-flowing and freedom to how we do our education, how we do life, which can be very tricky and can create monsters. (laughs) Sometimes. I also, for those that don't know, used to be a teacher. Um, I was a teacher for students with emotional disabilities. I have a background. My degrees are in elementary education, special education, and reading reading specialization, as I can't pronounce that. Um, So I do. I was working in schools through college, um, through getting my different degrees. They had me in schools working. I worked my final couple years of school in school, of college in schools. So I have some experience with this. And here are some things I've learned. Most of these things I've learned, of course, are from moms much older than me with kids that are, yes, adults and have kids of their own now. <laughs> so these most of these are not my original ideas, but I have adapted some of them. So when you feel like your kids are not listening maybe as well as they were before, maybe they're going through a phase, maybe you feel like they've never listened. What are some things you can do? First and foremost, cut down technology. Typically, there is a very great correlation with lack of listening and too much technology. Cut it down to where you're borderline cutting it out. Or if you don't do it much, cut it out. 
for a week and just see. See what happens for a day. See what happens. Just, just try it out. Second thing you can do, have family meals together. Have dinner together. Even if you have sports, tell your kids that you're trying something new. People did this in the olden days and you really have heard positive things about it and you would like to bring it back. Have conversations around the dinner table. Um, you can get prompts for this if you don't, if conversation doesn't come naturally to you. It's all kinds of things to help with this. Um, if you just want to try to free flow it, you can go around. One of the things we do is go around and say what we're grateful for um, about each person at the table. Uh, we also sometimes go around and say what the favorite part of our day was or if we've been at an event or something, what was our favorite part. So meals together. Another thing in the moment when you feel like your children are not listening to you, lower your voice. Realize this is opposite of everything instinctually you want to do when you repeated yourself three, four, five, 20 times. Whisper, lower your voice. Brings them in, it calms you, it calms your brain. And oftentimes there's more listening. Next thing you can do when you feel like your kids are not listening, you might find yourself feeling frustrated. Get closer to them. Get eye level with them. Just look at them. Great advice I heard once was look at your kid's hand, their hands. No matter their age, just look at their hands. And something about it draws you to realizing how little they are. Even if they're big, they're still really little. And it just calms and you approach your communication from a different standpoint. Okay, final thing you can do. Coach on communication. Here's what it looks like to listen to someone. Here's what, and reflect on, am I being a good listener? Am I on my phone every time my kids are talking to me? Am I looking down every time my kids are talking to me? Am I cooking and distracted or writing something on paper and I never look at them when they talk? You have to consider, and this is a little bit tricky to do. Don't do it from a place of guilt. Always do it from a place of growth and grace. Reflect on what kind of listener are you showing your kids that they should be? What example are you setting? Then set the tone for, and you could even get flashcards. You could look these definitions up online. You could write them out as a family, do it on a board, have a family meeting. Depending on ages, gauge it to the ages. What is communication? What is listening? What does it look like to listen? What do our bodies look like when we're listening to someone else? Act out scenarios. Make it fun. Make it funny. But always bring it back to the serious and the reality of why do we listen to people? It's respectful. God calls us to love. Listening to someone is a way to show them you love them. Being able to hear people, to hear what people are saying is important for you to be able to hear God's voice, God talking to you. Always try to bring it back to truths of the Bible, realities of God in a through the lens of love. Communication, listening to people is a great way to show love. Now, never don't guilt trip your kids and like, you don't love me if you're not listening to me. That is manipulation. <laughs> don't do that. Uh, it's just that like, hey, here's what we're going to intentionally work on. I might have not trained you well in this or we're still in process and training. And I noticed some areas where I'm not doing so great at this. So let's learn this together. Here's what we're going to do. And maybe you rock at this. Maybe you are literally a communication coach. You are so intentional with this. You know you're setting a great example. It is also fine to be like, hey, no, here are our rules. Here is what 
how I require listening to look like in our home. I find this to be respectful. Here's what respect looks like. And I expect you when you're out of my home to listen to people in this way, in this respectful way. Here's how it will help you with your schooling one day, with your job one day, with your trade one day, with your future relationships. Always try to connect age appropriately to God's truth into life outside your home, because that's the ultimate goal, to be raising people that know they are loved by God and raising people that know how to love other people well and be successful in life doing so. So I hope you found these things helpful. Of course, there are unlimited resources online. Reach out to me if you want connected to something on a specific topic or to a specific niche, like, hey, kids this age that I feel like aren't listening, uh, but they're homeschooled, or kids this age that are really obsessed with sports and have never really listened. You know, like just if you, if it's more like you have a really specific area, reach out to me. I probably can connect you with a resource. If you're not comfortable doing that, just Google it and see what you can find. Uh, You know, there's even YouTube videos on how to communicate well and specific to ages. And I just want to encourage you that this can be an area of growth for you, an area of growth for your children. And you can grow and learn together. And it's so powerful, a reminder that it's very powerful for your children to see that there's never an age you reach where you're too old to change, too old to improve, too old to be humble, too old to grow. It is so impactful for our kids to learn that from their parents, to see their parents always investing in their education, investing in learning, investing in growth. uh, That is more impactful than you may ever know. And it's really a cool process to work through with your kids too. So be encouraged. Know that you are not alone in this and that you'll do this awesomely and it'll feel like things are really working and there'll be a day where it feels like things are going really terribly and just say, hey, we're growing. We're growing together. Look at us growing. (laughs) And that's cool too. So thank you guys for listening. I would love to hear what you end up trying out of these strategies and what works and how it looks for your family. If you have any resources you find that are really helpful that you want me to share uh, with others, I'm happy to do that too. If you have a resource you've created that you want me to share with people. I know I have a lot of coaches and teachers that listen to me. uh, So, you know, send that my way and I'm happy to share it with listeners in on my social. Uh, So just let me know. Thank you guys for listening. Don't forget to leave a review and here's to almost being at 100 episodes. Thank you for listening to the Awkwardly Anna podcast. Be sure to go on iTunes and leave your review so other people can find the show too. Thank you.